welcome to Pastors at Home, a chat with your pastors about living for Jesus when we can't meet up in real life. One take, unfiltered, lo-fi. I'm joined today by my lovely wife, Liana Hunt. Hello. And the lovely Erin May Wicks. Hello. Great to be with you today. Now, for this episode, we are trying something slightly different. Instead Ooh. of tackling a topic, mm-hmm. um, we're just going to... <laughs> We've run out <laughs> of topics. <laughs> Liana says, ooh, like this wasn't her idea. <laughs> like She's building anticipation for something that she volunteered. <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> Oops, behind the scenes. <laughs> it was a wonderful idea. No, um, I just can't come up with any topics. <laughs> so she w- she w- she came went she went back to the Bible, guys. Yeah, <laughs> this is great. No, Boring. just as the, you're reading the Bible, um, you come across things which strike you, and you think, "Huh, what's the deal with that?" I was just something that I, you were wondering about, or something that, mm. or maybe you. something you hadn't noticed before. Yeah, an observation uh, that you wanted to bring to the table, mm-hmm. and just want to have trio. a chat with your pastor about it. Yeah. Say, "Hey, tell me what this means." Yeah. Um, <laughs> No pressure to have all the answers. No pressure. And <laughs> as we all know, Jeff never gives any answers. He only asks questions. So this could be really annoying. What does the passage say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back at you. No. So that's the plan for today. And um, let's go to it. Let's start with you, Liana, because I feel yeah. like this is your idea. So we okay. should probably start with your really Bible mind. passage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Your question. Well, what have you been wondering about? Well, I mean, I'm always wondering about something. But... Um, just the other day, I was looking for something, a psalm, I can't remember which one, and I just, my eye caught Psalm 133, and I thought, oh, that's nice and short. <laughs> I'll just skim over that. <laughs> just a quick bite. Easy. Um, it is a, a this short podcast psalm. is not tips on how to read the Bible. <laughs> a short psalm is so tempting, though. Yeah. I'll read it Knock out. Knock out a chapter. But look, it was meaty, wasn't it? It got you yeah, thinking. And it got me thinking. Okay. I'll read it out because it's so short. Psalm 133. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It is like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. I guess, firstly, what caught my eye is God's people <laughs> together. And I was like, oh, God's people together. That's so good when we're together, isn't it? I mean, and I was like, oh, hang on. It's not talking about church. But um, <laughs> I don't know. That caught my eye. and what I gave it away? Aaron's beard. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oil pouring down your head over your beard and onto your clothes. Ew. <laughs> Do you know what made me think? I caught my eye thinking, oh, wow, Aaron was a hipster. He had the beard <laughs> oil going way back then. It does make you feel like that. I mean, I do feel that the oil pouring does have a feeling of joy. Like, just imagine. Yeah, it's like, a little celebratory. Yeah, it maybe? feels very celebratory. Um, but, yeah, I guess my question, what I was wondering, was what <laughs> is it about God's people living together in unity that, idea that topic that goes with the oil on Aaron the Jew on the mountains and God's blessing and life forevermore how do all those things fit together I think that's an excellent because they don't fit together for me so obviously I need to be a little bit more Old Testamenty yeah yeah put your Old Testament glasses on Mm -hmm. I need more information and yeah I guess don't get it so I just wanted to talk about it with my pastor. 
Yes. <laughs> well, I think, uh, thank you for bringing this uh, chapter because it's a really great psalm. And I think the thing that I notice is that in verse 2 and 3, mm. they are similes. So mm-hmm. it's like precious mm-hmm. oil poured on the head running down on the beard. Yeah. And so if it was just that, verse 1, about God's people living together in unity, mm. it's like this thing which is really lovely. Mm. And it kind of... Feels a bit static. Yeah, it just kind of can sit there as a kind of... It's like um, eating waffles on a Saturday morning. Ooh, that's you good. You know, just like a lovely... I get that. It's like thing. maple syrup pouring down yeah. on a pile but of waffles. But then the second half of verse 2 is running down on Aaron's beard. So it's not just like... Anyone who's got a beard, yeah, you know how lovely. It's Sorry, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> get out some oil, pour it on your head, and then you'll get it. Yeah, <laughs> but it does draw in this kind of like. That's very specific. Yes. So I was the thinking about yeah, what's that about? Because m- Aaron, also Aaron, is a very specific priest because he's the very first. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Check yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I say yep. Let's check with Jeff. <laughs> um, so I had to get another Bible because this jolly one doesn't have any cross-references. That didn't help me. Um, and part of the consecration of the priests, apart from lots of sacrifices and putting on all the special clothes that they've made from the linen and whatnots, um, is Genesis, Exodus is next. So Exodus 29. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> That's where my brain is at. Um, part of the consecration, so like part of setting aside Aaron and his family to be the priests for Israel is that they get um, oil poured over them, the anointing oil and anointing him by pouring on his head. Yeah. So that's part of it. So I was like, okay, so that's about the oil being poured down. That's Aaron being set aside to be God's priest for God's people. So I feel like that's a piece of information that was helpful. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Anyone else want to bring something <laughs> for me? The thing, what's um, what's Herman? It's a place. Okay. <laughs> you, now you have to Aaron's ask cousin. Do you no, have just kidding. <laughs> Do you have a map? Where is oh, it? In my Bible, I do, but my Bible's all Wait, the way not okay, here. Okay, Jeff has the internet. Oh, so I feel like <laughs> I need to know <laughs> why is the Jew of Herman falling on Mount Zion? Are they the same place or are they different places? That's a really good question. Yeah. I feel like what you're doing here is excellent because you're like reading Psalm 133 and you're like really wanting to understand it. I do. You, you, yeah. But you went, oh, this is a short Psalm. Maybe that's why you, you went there. But once you got there, that you went, this is meaty. I'm going to dig into this. I'm going to work out what well, this means. I need to know. I feel like sometimes in the past maybe – Maybe someone like me, um, me would have read this psalm and gone, oh, cool. oh yeah, that's interesting. Cool. Anyway, Psalm 134 says, yeah, praise, praise the Lord, all <laughs> you servants. Yep, I understand that. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's just these little questions that niggle you and help you to understand things. Does better. it also make you feel like you're really un-Jewish? Like I'm just like, I think it is a th- really good reminder of how far away we are from the people who first yeah, like this is original audience. Yeah. yeah, and I think sometimes, like when we read the New Testament, the great thing is the New Testament was written by people who knew about Jesus' death and resurrection and um, the new creation to come. And so we can read that. We're like in the same place of God's salvation history. And so applying it is often, you know, we've got some cultural steps to take. But yeah. in the Old Testament, it's like, whoa, they didn't, when the person who wrote this, they didn't know about Jesus. They didn't know about 
all that stuff and so there's so much work to do and sometimes it's actually so helpful to be reminded of how far away you are so you don't just like you know, read how good and pleasant it is for God's people to live together in unity. Oh, he's talking about church. He's talking about UCI lunch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> UCI. Oh, yeah, when we have lunch at UCI, that's so awesome. I'm so glad there's a psalm about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what he means really is uh, unichurch supper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jeff, did you get any helpful information from... The Google commentary? Yes. So, uh, Mount Hermon is located in the Golan Heights, which and? is east of the Jordan, kind of in the mountainous range that's out. Kind yep. Of okay, yeah. Out in the kind of wilderness mm-hmm. area. Yep, like so the Perth Hills. Yeah, got it. My, my <laughs> guess is that Hermon is one of those places where you're like, if someone said Jew of Hermon, you're like, ooh, good Jew. Oh. Right. Fresh precipitation. Yeah, I really like the Jew out on Hermon. Because okay. Jew is good because it nourishes the oh, land. Oh, so good. That whole area. Yeah. Uh, and where's Mount Zion? I feel like this is a very... Uh, that's <laughs> Jerusalem. <laughs> but and that's that south, east, west. Well, it's kind of on the west side of the, west. Oh, the okay. Jordan River. and So they are indeed not in the same place. Oh, and man, we are miles up north. That's I thought that was... Another thing, but that's the Sea of Galilee. So it's up totally north, Sea of Herman. Galilee side, oh, okay. like eastern side of the Sea of Galilee. Which is See, what does that mean? What is this person doing talking about the Jew from that mountain falling? It's so renowned. It's so good. The oh, Jew it's up good there. Jew. It's oh. like fresh. It's like the sort of like rain and stuff that you want it's to like be the, really. the Evian Spring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was thinking like the, the salt from the Murray River. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's right, such yeah. good salt. That Put it in like, ice cream. That's my best, mm. the oh, best salt Oh, that connoisseur ice cream flavour. But it's as if Take out the nuts <laughs> and I could eat that and enjoy it. Oh, my goodness. It's addictive. It's lucky you can't eat it because <laughs> you literally could eat a whole thing. It's as good as the Jew of Herman back on topic. <laughs> it's as if that Jew was falling, falling. on Mount Zion, which oh, is like a- the mountain where the temple is. Yes, but again, you know, the the simile would work, you know, if it was just like how nice it is when God's people to live together in unity, it's as nice as the Jew of Hermon, that would be enough. Mm. But he wants to drag into this psalm God's place, Could Mount you Zion. in God's place. Yeah, like uh. the the kind of the greatness of this Jew. Yep. <laughs> I can't believe yeah. how much I'm talking about. <laughs> Jew. Hermon. Precipitation. Jew. Yeah, that that is now it's falling. It's because it's written to people who are Jewish as well, so it's kind of... Yeah. That's, yeah. that's with a J, though. Yeah, I know, but yeah. it's just hard. Yeah. Um, it's just good, but, but I know it's how falling to spell. on Mount Zion. Mm. And so there's he's kind of pulling Zion... God's place. God's place. The place where God's presence dwells. Yeah. So what's that? So God's people living in unity, that's great. God's priest, Aaron, when he's set aside to... What do the priests do for God's people? Well, they are the mediators between God and his people. And they administer like the covenant. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. they kind of look after the access between God's people and God in God's dwelling, like the dwelling place of God's presence at the temple yeah. at Mount Zion. They draw the people to God's temple really don't they Mm. yeah Mm. and they make the sacrifices that make people acceptable before god and approach him but they also are the teachers of the law yeah to teach the people yeah teach the people so they are the ones who kind of mediate god to the people and the people to god Mm. so without aaron like people can't have access to god so like that's a really good picture there like you know I, I keep getting distracted by the beard, but the oil <laughs> and the yay and the Aaron and the access to the priest. If yeah. you're putting down that, like, you know, we've got 
access we've got God's people in God's place. Yeah, it's beautiful. I don't know. I just feel like it it, it it your digging actually really does make the last line, the last the second last line come to life even more. No. Where's the line yeah. that says in perfect unity? Oh, that's first one. Oh, but first one. It makes the first line come yeah. together even more. <laughs> yeah. So it's God's people living in unity it is like it's as good as is it saying that? It's as good as or it's like when Aaron was consecrated, set aside to be God's priest. It's like when fresh dew, like the best dew, falls on the place where God's temple is. For there at Zion, the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. Because I guess if the dew of Hermon is falling on Mount Zion, it's kind of like a fertile thing. It's bringing life Mm. and it's bringing kind of growth and stuff like that. Do you think that's right? Yeah, yeah, Maybe. yeah, yeah. They're they're pictures of blessing. Yeah, um, but they're an abundance and joy mm, flowing. Yeah, all of those things, yeah. But in particular, he's kind of connecting the pictures of yes. this dew and the oil. Mm. He's connecting them to key kind of covenant pieces: mm. the priesthood and yeah, the, the temple, s- the temple, the city of God, yeah, and the pe- and the people and the God. people, yeah, yeah. Mm, I feel a little bit Genesis 12 promises here as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the, the kind of the power of like that Goldsworthy, God's people in God's place under God's rule mm. as a kind of, what's the word? Paradigm. Paradigm, framework for, yeah. for thinking about the Old Testament mm. and how those promises kind of go together. Mm. And in this tiny... Very short sum. Sum, yeah. You get all of the pieces yeah. um, kind of coming yeah. together. So how do we then jump that over to God's people in after Jesus? Because like that, I do feel you feel that goodness. I don't know, but like even what's a good way of summarizing that? I suppose like how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It's like is it just like when the covenant is working? Basically, it's as though we're in God's place as God's people and mm. we're receiving all of God's blessings. That's how good it is when God's mm. people are together. It's the way it was meant to be in God's place mm. and we're receiving life forevermore, God's promises forevermore. Well, yes. Yeah, so to use an Alan Chapel-ism yeah. um, as a framework for understanding how to spin it forward yeah. is he talks about Old Testament promises and this is kind of operates as a, mm. a promise, even as a psalm that it has a immediate fulfillment, an intermediate fulfillment, and an ultimate fulfillment. Oh, okay. So Do explain. Sorry, I'm slightly distracted. I'm just checking what TV show the kids are watching. <laughs> From your phone, just casting <laughs> it From to another room. From my phone. <laughs> this is legit Sorry. pastors at home. Yeah. yeah. At home, children in another room, watching TV I'm controlling from this room. <laughs> but back to yeah. AC anyway, and so his so wisdom. The immediate fulfillment immediate is fulfillment. in the life of Israel. Yeah. And for those moments when they did have God's people all together, not yep, broken around the temple, yep. north and south, yep. with the temple, not yep. ransacked Like when Solomon opened foreigners. the temple, yeah. those like majestic yeah. um, chapters where they're... Amazing short-lived days. Yeah. Yeah. But then there is, and let's skip over because the ultimate fulfillment is kind of the an easier one to describe because yep. the ultimate fulfillment is that same picture but mm. gathered 
in the new creation. Mm, God's around. people yeah. with that perfectly functioning covenant because God is there. We're living in perfect yeah. relationship with him. So that Revelation right? 21. We've got right? that great high priest. Yeah. yeah. And it's like oil down the beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the, the flourishing and yeah. the overflowing of, yeah. of joy in our relationship with God and with one another. That yeah. How good is that? Yeah. And so the intermediate fulfillment is the time that we're in now mm. where uh, that is uh, true. There's kind of we're kind of in a now and not yet. Mm. So there's a not yet sense in that we don't experience all of those blessed covenant blessings in our lived experience that yeah. we still struggle with sin and dislocation and uh, even within our fellowship, that's kind of mm. not everything that it Yeah, as soon as you get to the word unity... You're like, yeah. hold up. Yeah. <laughs> and yet there is a sense in that with Jesus as our great high priest mm. and with him as the place that we gather, mm. like the kind of true expression of Mount Zion, mm-hmm. then there is a, a sense in which you can say how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity in Christ as yeah. the one who pulls together the priesthood and yeah. the temple. Yeah. And you do have that experience. Like if you think about meeting someone who belongs to the Lord mm, and yeah. they're from another place and they come to church or mm. you go traveling. Mm-hmm. We can't, can't travel anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Whoops. Google it though. Yeah. <laughs> It'll tell you what travel was like in the olden days. <laughs> Facebook memories. Oh. But you meet someone and yeah. they trust in the Lord and yeah. there is a kind of like, Pleasantness. Yeah. And yeah. You have that when you go on like beach mission or something yes, and you yes. like come from different churches and different places, but you're all there in unity around the Lord Jesus and there's a delightful kind of togetherness and abundance as you like yeah, yeah, serve him together mm. in the gospel. Mm. Yeah. And so there is this intermediate fulfillment of this mm. psalm on beach mission. Yeah. <laughs> 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 go on beach mission, everyone. <laughs> Experience a little Psalm 133 action. Yeah, or at you. Take your beard or your church supper. (laughs) (laughs) But it reminds me of just kind of chucking Mm. out a New Testament passage. Yeah. One of the passages that really struck me a long time ago was um, Galatians 3, just about that unity and about that equality um, as well. So in Galatians 3, um, towards the end of the chapter, it says. Therefore, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed according and heirs according to the promise. There's many places that my brain kind of went, but mm. this is the one that kind of went first to go, actually, that I mean, that's, that's a sense of unity by mm. status, isn't mm. it? Mm. Like Jew and Gentile, that's huge. We've just mm. talked about how Gentile we feel when we read the Psalms and... Um, but then there's a status as well, like male and female, uh, slave and free. There's a total equality here. Mm. Uh, but what's the equality in? It's in the fact that you are all equal in Jesus mm. um, because we all equally come to God in the same way. Mm. So that's, there mm. is that kind of horizontal and vertical kind of unity that's going on. Mm. Like yeah. in Jesus, we yeah. are united to God mm-hmm. all equally um, and we're also united to each other. Yeah. Which as God's people. Yeah, as yeah. God's people. And that's really important in the context of Galatians where the thing is that Jewish people on account of the law are kind of stepping back from Gentile fellowship. Mm. Yeah. And Paul is like, whoa, no. 
that we can't have that because that is kind of this this separation this breaking apart of the the unity mm. of god's people mm. jew and gentile in yeah. christ yeah and that's like witnessing the division of israel into kind of splitting into north and south mm. and that kind of civil war yeah from the old testament it's not as good as oil pouring over aaron's beer that's no. for sure <laughs> and so Paul <laughs> dare you to get that into a conversation this week <laughs> challenge of the week and then once you do, text it to Liana. It <laughs> yeah, will bring totally. her great joy. Yeah, She'll totally give you a shout will. out next week. It totally will. But you know what? I also feel a bit of sadness because like the way that this is won for us is by Jesus' blood being poured out. Like that's like the new covenant for us. Because I was thinking this kind of makes me think about like we gather together around the Lord's Supper when we're allowed to gather. Um, and so the covenant that we are commemorating is like Jesus' body and blood for us. Mm. It's so your Good Friday moment. Yeah. It's your sad day. Yeah, like moment. I like I, it's a joyful image, but also yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, just like in Revelation where like the lamb's on the throne, but it's like a slain lamb and it's that kind of paradox that... It's gritty reality, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that actually the way that we're all brought into that unity with God and with each other is through the blood of the Lord Jesus because of our sin. Anyway. Actually, thank you, guys. That helped me get into that. <laughs> it also helped me because I honestly, I have no memory of ever <laughs> digging into that psalm in my life. Me neither. I actually remember once um, at Old Uni Church, Es is asking how much time we've been taking up here because she wants me to wrap up. No, I, I don't. I just remember just at Old this Uni so Church when we keep used talking to meet for 20 at minutes. Um, <laughs> Subiaco. I remember once this was the... Um, what did we used to call it? Non-sermon Bible reading. Mm-hmm. And I remember Great someone title. reading Why don't it we still have that? Someone reading it out and I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you choose that? <laughs> you had one, like the whole Bible to choose from. <laughs> Why that one? But now I kind of get it and now I love it. I think it's my favourite psalm of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll have another question next I'm week. I'm not going to ask you how many you've read this week. Is Sunday the first day of your week? <laughs> like, you know, how many Psalms have you read this week? Oh, I just do it according to my little program. Oh, and sometimes course, there's one right. every You're day very and obedient. sometimes there's, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Although I've been a bit stuck because it's been in one Kings. Man, there's a lot of bad Kings and I'm <laughs> so annoyed. It's just like, <laughs> can we please keep moving? I do not have the mental energy to get through all another of your bad king. pagan idolatry. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, then I hit a lot. Do you know what, so that okay. that that feeling that you have there yeah. of oh my goodness, another bad king? Yeah. That should just heighten your please come, Lord Jesus. Like it you does. know, because he is the good yeah. one, true king. Yeah, who well, doesn't this fail? Psalm 133 makes me look forward to getting together with Jesus people again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, meeting mm-hmm. around Jesus, yeah. Yeah. and it makes me excited because it is a beautiful picture. Yeah, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to read Psalm one for us? Again? Is this Someone. So verse one of oh, verse one. Okay. I was like, sure, we can go to someone. <laughs> this can be our verse and then we'll go Goodbye. Home hack. Yeah, okay. Like. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It's only three verses. I'm gonna do the whole thing. <laughs> I just want to think about the oil pouring down and how good that would feel. I'm actually so tempted to pour oil on my head. <laughs> I just have to know how it feels. I just feel like it would as be. As long so as it joyful. like soaks into your collar. Just as looking well. at the time now. Okay. I'll just do it quickly. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It is like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. 
It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. Amen. Amen. Home hack. Wash uh, shampoo with oil. <laughs> I've actually started a thing where I cleanse my face with oil. <laughs> that like is a thing, but that was a joke. It feels like such a, um, you know. It's a bit of a downer. downer. Maybe we should just finish on that. Yeah. Well, no, he could be my home hack. Yeah. Um, read a psalm and dig into it. Yeah. <laughs> so when you come across something in the Bible that just feels a bit strange, it's okay. It's allowed to feel a bit strange. Yeah. But um, do what Liana did. Like, you know, ask mm. someone to like help you dig into it. and Phone a friend. Phone yeah. a pastor. Phone a friend. And use your paradigms. Yeah. Like kind of God's people, God's mm. place, God's rule, how am I seeing... Yeah. Especially Old Testament. That's an Old Testament mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, of, I like always ask the questions of, okay, when, let me just step back because the details are confusing me. If I step back, mm. what's what's one big thing I can see about God? Yeah. What's one thing I can learn about God? Okay, what's one big thing I learn about people? Mm. Um, and then that kind of usually that yeah. starts me. Just s- got to start. Yeah. But sometimes you've got to zoom out to kind mm. of understand the detail. So My home hack was going to be bed socks. What? <laughs> <laughs> That really is an anticlimax. Go on. Because this I is used not to be a marriage counselling podcast. Are your, are your footsies at all bit cold? <laughs> My, I used to be someone who poo pooed bed socks. That's true. Like, uh, that's for weaklings. Yeah. Men don't wear <laughs> socks in bed. Yeah. I am tough, but are they fluffy bed socks? No, they're not fluffy. Mm. I wear a very light. It's not that time of year yet. Bed sock. Um, but it, in terms of like bang for your buck or wall. It's true. Like uh, wearing socks to bed is so good. Yeah. And <laughs> it took him 39 years to work this out, don't people. Don't judge people for wearing socks to bed. <laughs> do it. But my, my one kind of like word of warning is if you do live with other people and particularly children, you can't. You have to be very careful walking into the bathroom at night in your bed socks. <laughs> <laughs> you just know. You can if you live with people who can't aim at the toilet bowl, don't wear socks That's in the bathroom. That's what he was trying to say yeah. delicately. Yeah. Can I ask a quick question about this? Because um, yeah. we're finishing up so speedily. Wait, do you not wake up in the morning and your socks are just not there anymore? Oh, yeah. You it's <laughs> a, and you have no memory of, like, actually <laughs> taking them no, off? No, I, d- I do consciously kick them off at a certain point. Oh, really? Point. Yeah. Mm. But then I have to fish them out. They always get down in that bit between the bed <laughs> and the sheet. And kind of <laughs> Too much. <laughs> disappear. Yeah, it's true. My feet are often cold when I go to bed, so I wouldn't, you know, I don't. I don't hate on wearing socks to bed, but I always wake up in the morning and they're not on my feet and I have no memory of taking them go. off. True. So right. there might right. be, you know, some self-preservation thing in there. Maybe my body thought I was overheating. Just thought, okay, we're going to get these off. Yeah. Keep sleeping though. Maybe you should important. have tried anointing your feet with oil. <laughs> Maybe I should have tried. But don't judge and embrace. Do wear bed socks. Wear bed, socks bed socks and time. don't complain about being cold, therefore. Mm. <laughs> I, I did my home hack and then you did no, another one. Well. Oh, oh, I thought, okay, great. Excellent. Um, it's hard to know how to farewell that. But um, see you next time. Bye.